Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're looking to move out of your parents' place, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive, which is good because your little brother has gotten really territorial. You're blood-related. You'd think it would be fine to share food in the fridge. I mean, who writes their name on every individually wrapped slice of cheese, Tyler? Still, you've got to admire the commitment. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and use the savings to help you move out and have all the cheese you want. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Listening to the Career Musician Podcast with creator and host Nomad. With 20 plus years of experience in the music industry, Nomad has done just about everything to earn a living as a career musician. From being music director to celebrity artists, playing iconic arenas and stadiums, composing for film and TV, and even playing your average local club gigs, he's done it all. Nomad's mission is to empower musicians across the globe with strategies for a sustainable career while blasting stereotypes and to bring you tried and true wisdom from his colleagues in this crazy business we call music. Welcome to the Career Musician Podcast with your host, Nomad. On this episode, I have Mr. Christian Swain and Jerry Danielson of the Pantheon Podcast Network, of which the Career Musician is a member. Now, why is Pantheon so important? Because they are the first all-music-based podcast collective. And yes, they are responsible for bringing you this very podcast. Now, Christian is the CEO. CEO and Jerry is the head of engineering, and they both have extremely diverse and rich backgrounds in music, basically doing everything from singing, playing guitar, and various other instruments, composing, producing, engineering, etc. Now, the episode prior to this with Jack Pyatt is instrumental in bringing you Christian and Jerry from Pantheon Podcasts. 
because Jack is the one who connected the dots and linked us up. That's right. He referred me to Christian over at the Pantheon Podcast Network. And then shortly thereafter, I became a member. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, it takes a village. It takes a team. I am grateful to Jack Pyatt and Christian, Jerry, Peter, and everybody over at Pantheon. And I'm super stoked to be a member of their collective. This is, this is actually going to go in. We're already editing. Okay. <laughs> no, we're not editing. This is going in. I have two <laughs> awesome gentlemen sitting in front of me, Christian Swain and Jerry Danielson. Hey, and just so they know, I'm Christian. And I'm Jerry. Now you have a voice identifier. And we're a vaudeville act. <laughs> We've been at it since 1922. <laughs> I love it. So, Christian, uh, are you the founder of Pantheon Podcast Network solely, or was this a collective... Uh, upon- well, it started with uh, with an original podcast called Rock and Roll Archaeology. Right. So that's the granddaddy, the the one that started it all. Which, by the way, I love your voice because now you. I listen to the podcast. So now having you in front of me, I'm like, oh, that's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. I'm the guy. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, and uh, so it kind of started with that, and uh, and then um, uh, I have a, a, a writing partner that mm. uh, I work with, Richard Evans. Um, who is also uh, part of the, uh, the, it should be a trio, since the, the three of us all went uh, to the same high school, and we've known each other for over 40 years. Over 40 okay, years. Okay, so that's how this and started. And I'm only 30 yeah. years old, so that's <laughs> amazing. You know what? You must be really good at math. Then. <laughs> so when these guys walked in the studio, we're hanging out and giving them a little tour of Nomad's Place, and they started telling me their history. You started telling me your history. Yeah. I'm speaking like you're not here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I He's was like, He's not really here anyway. <laughs> I was like, I was like, guys, no, no, no. Don't tell me. Yeah. Tell the tell listeners. Them. Right. Because this is some good fodder. Yes. Okay, so yeah. continue. Yeah. 40 so, years. Yeah. We, yeah. So we went to high school together, but later when I started my own studio, yeah. back in the mid-80s, Right. I had a, a Kai 12 track, you know, those things. <laughs> and his band recorded there. We were already yeah. friends, yeah. but I was one of the only studios in town in Santa Clarita, Northern LA. Yeah, he area. was in a competing wow. band. Uh, let's see, your band was called Busy Signal. Right. Yeah, and my Busy band, Signal. do you remember my band? Infrared. Yeah, you remember. Okay, <laughs> Infrared. Cool. Yeah. And then my now my recording studio is called Busy Signal Studios because I was in a band called Busy Signal. Yeah. Nice. So I just carried on that name yeah. because at the time we were known a little bit, you know. So. Now, hold on a minute. Let's talk about the term Busy Signal. For the listeners, yeah, who, who may not know what that is, think about it. Nowadays, there, what? there's no busy there's signal. There's no such thing as a busy signal. You, on, on landlines back in the day, on the phone, right. you would get a busy, busy if signal that sounded line, like like you just you'd did, get Jerry. That eh, eh, eh. sound, and that meant that somebody was on the line. It was disengaged. You had to wait for them to hang up, yeah. before you could try to just call again because yeah. you know it was a landline. Well, what, nowadays, what did it mean when it was double fast? Do you remember that? When I went, bang, 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 bang. Was that two calls on No, the it was that the switchboard was filled, yeah. and you had to wait and come wow. back. And if you left your phone off the hook oh, yeah. very oh, long, that was another one. you'd did. hear, beep, 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 because it was disengaged Very loudly, too. Now, this, so you guys came out on a horse and buggy out west. Yeah, following the Missouri Trail. I think it was Kit Carson who led us, right? cans with the strings on The strings, right. I love that. Well, no, we came in the nylon area. Nylon strings. At least. So, <laughs> so, hey, at least we got classical, right? right, uh, right. You know, um, technology has evolved 
faster than any one of us can hope to ever keep oh, up. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, I, I want to say something about podcasts, being that you're mm. the founder, and then I want to explain Pantheon. Yeah. Um, but back in early 2000s, when the iPhone first came out, was that 2005, 2007. Okay, seven. Mm. I was into podcasts back then. Oh, Nobody wow. knew what the hell they were. True. Okay. So I yeah. was listening to podcasts about, uh, this is uh, like almost- Well, Adam uh, Curry and exactly, you know, some of the a originals. a different chapter right. of my mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. I was listening to financial stuff, mm -hmm. you know, to motivational stuff, or just whatever. And then, you know, it kind of fell, I fell off my radar. And then when I started seeing a need for what I'm doing here with the career musician, and that was probably about 2010 or, I'm sorry, no, 2013, 14. So another seven or so years later, then I really got into it. But we have seen the podcast, the evolution of the podcast, if you will. Yeah. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. of course. Yeah. yeah, it's turned into something that uh, was um, languishing uh, under Apple's only that's, guidance. That's right. Uh, which was very little guidance at that. Mm. Uh, and it, uh, you know, it really kind of made its splash with cereal if you remember that podcast mm, I uh, sure do. and that's when all of a sudden people were downloading it a million times and it, it kind of made you know media news right. and uh and that's kind of what was the original inspiration for me to say wow um i think i can make a podcast i'm sure me and a million others are actually now seven hundred thousand different podcasts out there so at least seven hundred thousand different so people there's seven hundred different yeah podcasts. they say seven hundred seven hundred eight hundred thousand that Ooh. yeah yeah and because uh, remember it's mostly apple and most apple users are as iphones and yeah. are mostly in the united states so most of the rest of the world actually uses uh, all these google or you know the right. uh, the android system right and mm. now podcasting has switched over to that right. we've got 50 different platforms beyond apple now that host wow. uh podcasts and um you know, so it's turned into a bit of a, more of a of a business now. It's beginning to to professionalize. I, I love it. So hold on, I want to get some of these mm -hmm. uh, statistics right. So you said uh, seven eight hundred thousand different podcasts mm -hmm. that we know of in mm -hmm. the U.S. And you said 50 different podcasting platforms? Yeah, 50 different Roughly? Yeah, yeah. And that, that means like, you know, Spotify, Stitcher, yeah. Pandora. Overcast, Pandora. Blue, uh, Blueberry or Blue, which is another one. Uh, that, that's yeah. a distri distribution. Oh, distri okay. yeah, that, that's like uh, Libsyn and uh, uh, Blueberry, um, okay. Podbean, Pod uh, several But others, you can yeah. also download all kinds of different podcast players on yeah. your phone. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to. And you can listen to podcasts on your computer as well. Yeah. I wanted to some of this for yeah. those listeners who may be fascinated with it or new to the game or even like myself i'm still learning mm -hmm. i'm so glad that we joined forces that you took me on as yeah, a podcast yeah we're, i love we're being a part very of happy to have you a part oh. of the pantheon podcast now. thank yeah. you because the pod fam we should say that's what i like to say our pod fam yes i've learned so much in the in the you know handful of months that i've been with you guys and i'm learning more so talk about that the delineation between a uh, podcast uh, publishing system that broadcasts podcasts, uh, mm -hmm. that broadcasts them, yeah. a, a versus a podcast host site. Yeah, so the hosts, you know? uh, the hosts are like Libsyn, uh, uh, Blueberry, Podbean, right. and of course the one that we use, which is Megaphone. Megaphone, which I love, by the yeah, way. Uh, yeah, we just happen to think it's the best. And um, and so that uh, that creates the RSS feed that then goes out to the platforms right. Right. of which Apple is a platform. Okay, so they mm. just were the original. One of many, platform. they were the original. Yeah, but then the other OG. people have yeah. jumped right. in and provided it because it's 
it's yeah. still growing and growing. Yeah. You know, it's it's a growing it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's fascinating. And, and now it's, people it's like going to grow even more. I right. mean, it's just oh. starting to become sort of. You still have to explain to some people what a what? podcast yes. even is. Yeah. And then somebody goes, "You have a podcast? They're not all created equal." If somebody started a podcast and went, "I have a podcast," they'd have. Five listeners, you know. Right. So it takes a long time and a lot of work that's to get how up I to 150,000 <laughs> yeah. a month, yeah. you know. And that's where Pantheon is living now, somewhere yeah. in those numbers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we um, uh, actually, we just hit 150,000 downloads last month. And Come we, on. We, yeah. We are. Yeah. Um, We're high-fiving. High-fiving, we, yeah. Been, <laughs> we've, been, we've been making double-digit growth uh, for six months uh, now. Per month. Uh, yeah. So, and it's, uh, uh, a, a lot of it's okay. because of Megaphone. Uh, it is the, yeah. the you know, let's go back a little bit to the, the Pantheon, how it came about. Yes, please. You, you, please. you mentioned the founder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I created uh, rock and roll archaeology with my buddy uh, uh, Richard Evans, uh, mm -hmm. and we uh, put that together. And then we brought in uh, a business partner, and that's Peter Ferrioli. Pe I was just going to okay, say, Peter so, is the um, missing link here. Yes, yes, yeah. And so uh, Peter comes at it from a very business standpoint, mm. and you know he understands uh, the uh, 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 apps, uh, 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 uh. all of the the blogging before. That uh, how uh, internet uh, uh, travel actually works, uh, how to make money on it, and things like that. So Peter came on. Actually, he started as a marketing. You know, we I brought him on as as a, as marketing, a marketing guy, guy yeah. and then he we became business partners. So Pantheon Media. Because it was originally rock and roll archaeology, right. which was based on the your original show. show. Which, was, yeah. which, folks, you have to check out. I love the show. Well, thank you. It's thank so you, cool. Thank you, thank music you, yeah. history at its best. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah, a complete yeah. telling of the history of rock and roll music, right. culture, and technology, and how it came together and wove uh, and created a feedback loop with the society from post-war uh, to the end of the, the century, and maybe a little into the 2000s. Jerry and I argue about this all the time <laughs> about when when it, it ends, but. Yeah. But it is, you know, we are in a different story now. Yeah. And I always felt like, yeah. well, now it's kind of a complete story that, that this music will continue on for hundreds of years. I mean, I think we'd all agree right now oh. that the Beatles and Mozart, they kind of fit together. They and do. 500 years from now, people are going to be talking about McCartney and Lennon just as they do uh, about uh, Wolfgang. I, I agree. So so I wanted to... And they were both the same age when they did all their masterpieces. Yeah, that is true. Oh, that is true. Right? Mozart was very yeah. young, and so were the Beatles were all in their yeah, 20s. 20s. Yeah. Late right. teens and 20s. They broke up by the time they, they were hit 30. Like 30. Yeah. 30. Yeah. yeah, well, 30. Five, yeah. I think, but but they um, so we wanted to tell that, and then out of that, that got successful. But it takes us a long time to make each episode, and so we started getting feedback from of our course. fans going, "Hey, can you do something else?" And I said, "Well, yeah, let's. Uh, we'll, we, we can do some other shows." So we did the interview so, show. So and, hold on, let me let me mm. interject real quick. So when you say it take a long time for each episode, how long? Three what? to six months for an episode. Each episode. Yeah, because it's oh, because research. Oh, you're doing research, all the research and writing, and the writing. production. Uh, when I listen to it, I'm like, how do these guys do this? It's so meticulous. Yeah, okay. and that's why. That's what I needed to know. <laughs> right. okay, okay. So for five years, and we've been working at it. Right. 18 episodes right. are out. Do, One more. Uh, 19 is being worked on right now. Uh, and we're, we're at about 1969. 
just to give you an idea. You so we have still have a long way to go. So okay, so sorry to interrupt. We're halfway there. Okay, so so in the interim, for a pa- a fast paced culture, you created we created uh, a couple of recap shows to start with. We did okay. uh, HBO's Vinyl, uh, Martin Scorsese mm. and Mick Jagger's big uh, attempt at creating uh, a rock and roll I, I identity on television. Only did two one season. season. One, oh, no, I love that show. With it was Ray very Romano. dense, very dense, yeah. very dense. But it um, lots of drugs. Uh, yeah, it just I don't know. It it had <laughs> its issues. It. <laughs> I can see why it failed. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we did Roadie uh, Showtime. Showtime's Roadies. Oh, right. uh, that was Cameron Crowe's. That also lasted only one year. And then we created a couple of other shows. We call it the original six. So it's Rock and Roll Archaeology, mm. Deeper Digs in Rock, Deeper Digs. Uh, Real Rock, which is about rock and roll movies, uh, the uh, Rock and Roll Librarian with Shelley Sorensen, mm. and then we brought on The Muses, which mm. was a show out of Toronto. We, we both ended up on a CBC Canadian broadcast company mm. show about Elvis. It was Elvis's birthday. So they did, they did the show, and they used a little of our stuff, and they used a little of their stuff. And we hooked up. We brought them on. And that was our first sort of contracted show that was done. But then we helped them kind of improve and uh, create uh, sound quality and things like that. Then we brought on the Vinyl Snob. That was the original six. Mm -hmm. So we lived with that until about two years ago. We also went through an engineering change. We originally were working with an engineer up in San Francisco. And that didn't work out. And uh, I was kind of like going, hmm, what should I do? And my writing partner, Richard, says, you should talk to Jerry. And I was like, oh, you should like, be right. It's almost like one it of those like dumb moments. Right? Like, yeah, like, how the fuck did I think years, of that myself? Right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Jerry, come on. You let this guy talk to you like that? <laughs> yeah. Not for long. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, we, you know, we, awesome. brought, we brought Jerry on, and sure enough, uh, immediately, uh, you know, he bam. picked up what we were doing. Next level, and, yeah. Yeah, and it, it all kind of worked. And, uh, and that was April 2016, yeah, so, so I've been around... Almost four years. Oh, almost wow. four years. Yeah, yeah. Going on four years, guys. Yeah, yeah. Congrats. 40 and four. Yeah, I 40 and it. four. Yeah. And then, so, uh, then uh, in the last year or so, we started realizing, well, really... Um, uh, where the juice is is in the network uh, because mm. there was a lot of cross-pollination that was going on between the different shows. We could see that that was an advantage. We felt that if we could create a music-only network, podcast network out there, it's a vertical I market that. that would separate our, ourselves from the competition, which are general podcast uh, companies. They basically right. make podcasts for everything. Crime, everything. drama, yeah. self-help, uh, exercise, news, travel, yeah. news, uh, whatever. World events. Yeah. And I, yeah, said, yeah, I said, that's a wrong idea. I said, in the, it, it, so I thought of myself as a contract. How do I deal with that? How do I work with that? Well, uh, and I've dealt with that in my, 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 my old business uh, for years. And really, you want to work with somebody who knows your business intimately. Mm. So if I come and walk in and go, well, I'm a podcast uh, company and I make all kinds of podcasts to a musician or a music company, right. they go, okay, that's great. Whereas I walk in and go, no, my focus is you. Is you. All I do is music. And we felt that that would be a very strong suit out there. I'll never forget the first call we had. It was you, Peter, and myself. Christian, Peter, mm-hmm. and, and myself. Uh, and sorry, Jerry, not to leave you out, but you're the technical <laughs> guy. So yeah. you, were, yeah. you, you came in later. Yeah. You know, um, but I, I looked at my wife after I got the phone. I was like, babe, this, 
this is weird. It feels surreal. It feels too good to be true. Mm. It's not like you guys, because let's l- let me just say, it's not like you guys are paying me. Yeah. It's not like you're saying, hey, sign here in the yeah, dotted yeah, line and yeah. we'll make it rich. No, yeah. it's not. But it's a synergy. Mm-hmm. That's right. What you just said that is you can't pay for. No. So when you guys, you know, gave me your pitch, quote unquote, mm-hmm. I you, you almost didn't even have to pitch because I was like, I'm in, sign me yeah, up. This is this yeah. is crazy. This, this good. is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's and, the? Well, I think you actually yeah, asked. What's, what's the hook? hook? Yeah, what's yeah, the catch? Really, there is what no the catch, hell, guys. I don't trust <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're yeah. in the music business. We've all heard that before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anything so, is uh, possible. So tell you what. It's you for give exposure. Me, yeah, you give me $1,500. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you a we'll, band we'll everywhere. Do it. Yeah. If you get enough followers, we'll yeah. cut you a part of it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So so I was I was enamored with it. So, okay. I love that concept. I love now. Tell me this because mm. I put it at the end of each of my episodes that we are the only music, one hundred percent music based mm-hmm. podcast network. Yeah, is we, that still true? We we are without doubt the largest music only podcast okay. network. I haven't seen a music only podcast network, network. out there. There is okay. a, a competitor that will remain nameless, okay. but but they they uh, they also have culture shows. You know, okay. and culture They're not just music. Yeah, and okay. it's culture around music, you know, like a pot show, a right. politics and music show. Sure. And they're cool, and, and, and we love them to death. And and we're, we're actually, uh, you know, we, we keep in touch and talk and that That's sort of good. stuff. Yeah, because yeah. we also, um, I think we prove each other's case mm-hmm. for the need out there uh, in, in the world. But they come at it from a very different uh, standpoint. Uh, they come from a... Uh, from a jam band uh, kind of world, uh, so it's kind of a bottom up sort of thing. Okay. We come at it from music in general, uh, so right. uh, top top down uh, right. is is, right. is the way I think about it. Yeah, I, I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. All so right. we're into all kinds of music. Me personally, I love all music. And I don't care. I what identify it is. with that. I'm the same I, way, I, I, Jerry. I just, I'm sure yeah. you you seem yeah. like you're, you're yeah no, yeah. I, by the way, I was listening to Jerry jam on my fretless bass over here. You're killing it, bro. <laughs> You're over there shredding away. Nice, yeah. man. All right, so now let's go back to the history about you guys. Yeah. So 40 years ago, you met, uh, well, tell me. Well, Santa Clarita Valley, which yeah. was at that time. I used to live up there. It was, there. I it love was it. a very small, isolated community. Tiny you got, community. You got isolated. the mountains that separate you oh, from LA. We used, to, we used to call it yeah. on the edge of LA. Oh, that's You know, neat. when it we was, grew I up. I think it was probably 50,000 people yeah. then, and now it's like 220,000 people. Wow. Just yeah. northern LA. Yeah. 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 When, when uh, I moved up there from Orange County when I was in high mm. school, and uh, I told my parents, "There's no fucking way I'm moving to uh, <laughs> to the country unless you buy me a horse." And uh, no, but but you met Jerry. That's, so that's it what it felt. Out. That's what it felt like <laughs> to me. Horse. It felt like to me like I was moving to the rural the right. rural land. But I can wasn't. imagine. It, it, it can wasn't. Imagine. And, yeah, and yeah. to be honest with you, I consider that my hometown. Uh, mm. You know, even though I that's fantastic. Only went to school there for the last year. We um, and my parents moved there. I was in junior high. Eighth grade, yeah, didn't have a lot of say because you're near an eighth grade. What you're 13 or something, ah. and I couldn't say much about it. They were they're just moving there. I just so I felt uprooted from North Hollywood Studio City, where which is where I was. Where all the quote unquote action yeah. is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But then I do, I grew roots there, and I went to junior high and high and school. Then it there, and then became the norm. You know people, and yeah. You know, well, tell them what your mom used to do. Oh, yeah. My mom used to be a switchboard operator at a musician's answering service. 
Yeah, back when like the Wrecking Crew Dial and all Faye of that. And, Holy and cow! And Arlen's, and it came up in one of the interviews. Yeah, with oh, uh, I Hal used Blaine. To work yeah. with uh, Hal Blaine. Hal Blaine. Talk about Arlen's, and my mother yeah. worked there as a as a oh come on as an operator for musicians. How and cool answering. is that? And she used to talk to these people, and she used to, later told me when I was trying to sort of get somewhere in music as a teenager. I wish I still worked there, you know, so you can right. drop your name. Bring your in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to expand this even more, so yeah. tell them about your son. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, that, well, we're, we're jumping around I love it, I love time. it. But you're still family-oriented Well, it's here. career yeah. musician. Dude, the you career, are, oh, the career your family musician. is oh, career right. musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> a I'm, thoroughbred family of I, career I'm musicians. I'm a full-time musician as right. well, That's and right. recording engineer. Right, and composer, I do more composing for some TV and film than That's I amazing. playing out. And yeah. plays. But I do play out live, and I did, I've did. i done musical theater lately. Wow. Um, last year, we had a play going on in, in uh, Ohio. Cleveland, yeah, yeah. Ohio. Wow. And it got all these great reviews, and I wrote, now I'm writing a new theater piece with this other guy I'm meeting with tomorrow. And then there's a feature film I'm writing later this year. I'm writing the music, not the right, film. Right, sure, sure. And it'll be my fourth or fifth of those and I do Amazing. short films but then so then um, when in my early 20s I married the singer of my band <laughs> yeah always a mistake yeah, yeah. <laughs> shouldn't have done it hey I'm married and, to the singer in my band yeah yeah currently. that's different so she, you know that's a cliche thing <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm confused on how that's different <laughs> so but okay a, so we had a son before we broke up yeah, yeah, his name okay. is Sean Danielson yeah. okay so he went on and by the time he was 19 he got a pre-production deal and got signed to a major label Lava, right? Lava oh, Atlantic wow. and his band is Smile Empty Soul and they've had gold records and even a, a platinum and all over the radio and everything and he Amazeballs. still tours for a living and they have a huge following last year they had 30 million streams on Spotify what's the name of the band again? Smile Empty Soul and you can find them online Smile yeah. oh, Empty yeah. Soul oh yeah Google okay. Smile Empty Soul yeah. and there's videos and there's wow. the, in fact I produced a, a video of theirs a couple years ago and he's my son that's amazing, dude. You're looking it up right now. Smile, yeah. empty souls. There three, they are. Three different words, but there they are. So smile, empty souls. Yeah. I love it. Man, that is so cool. So it's all in the family. Here they yeah, are. The guy in the yeah. middle right there is my son. Though. That's your son. He's, yep. the, he's the songwriter, Excellent. guitarist, singer. And then there's bass and drums, and there's a trio. Amazing, bro. Well, That's kudos him. to you. That so, is so awesome. And you, did you meet him when he was very young? I don't remember. Yeah, he was probably Maybe. around when he, you know, Rugrat sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, he was, you know, he's a little kid. But he wasn't sure, picking up he, the guitar and making me go, I had "Holy a, shit, I, look at that!" I've always had a home studio, so by the time he was, uh, so you're producing his albums. So he's like nine years old playing the guitar, into, yeah. but he's writing Jamming. songs. Yeah. So by the time he was like thirteen, he formed his own idea, and he called it Rhesus Monkey. And he played the drums and the guitar and the bass and did the singing. And it was these cute little songs. But for 13, that's How pretty good. How awesome you know? is that? So he always had the talent. And he, he's a good songwriter. Yeah. Beautiful. So he's probably in the world of touring bands. You know, he's certainly more well-known than I am. Uh, <laughs> Very but cool. But he's he's, it's great. Binge previous seasons of the Career Musician Podcast and subscribe for all new episodes. Follow The Career Musician on Instagram and Facebook. I'm Jerry Danielson from Busy Signal Studios, and you're listening to The Career Musician Podcast with my incredible new friend, Nomad. 
Hey, this is Christian Swain, the CEO of Pantheon Podcasts, and I am a career musician. So, Jerry, you have literally a family family lineage of career musicians. My son Basically, and your son and yourself, and your mom was involved. <clears throat> My and mom was yes. Yeah, I mean, did look, that was, thing. she was in the music business. If you consider that being yeah, a absolutely. Look, being a switchboard operator, but as a yeah. musician's answering service, so she right. did that. But she's she's around it. She's in the scene. You know, look, you talk about the Wrecking Crew; those were the cats back yeah. in the day. Oh, you yeah. know, so she totally. was involved. Now, Kristen, let's talk about your musical lineage and how that started. Um, <laughs> so I don't have a lot of family uh, familial musical <laughs> yeah, background. Right. When I say lineage, uh, I use that I, term some, loosely. Some, yeah, some, yeah. some, some, you know, how did artists, you get involved in music? You know, you know? Basically, I moved around a lot. My parents moved around a lot. I went to five different high schools. So you're a fellow nomad. I am a nomad. There yes, you go. I, I'm <laughs> down with that. And so um, uh, after the third high school, so look, I, my, I, I was always in intensely interested in music and movies and art right. and uh, anything like that. That's just, that is where, where my background is. I, I acted in plays from the time I was in fourth grade all through high school and that. But I Fantastic. discovered uh, <clears throat> that uh, musicians actually get laid even more so than the football players. And I thought, wow, this, maybe I should think about that. Uh, no, I, think, I think I could do that because seeing what, 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 what I see on television, I think this, is very much, uh, this is very much uh, somebody who is an entertainer and out and, uh, and, and uh, very, uh, very open about themselves. And that's me. So I started like, uh, you know, just acting like I knew what I was doing. And, right, and right. so here's the interesting story. So the third high school, I came in on the first day, literally the first day, and somebody comes up to me and says, hey, you're, you're a new guy, right? And I said, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he goes, so what do you do? And you said, oh, and this I, was, I'm this is where the fork in the road is. And I thought, oh, I'm a singer in rock bands. <laughs> I'd never fucking done that in my life. <laughs> Other than jumping around on a bed and, and pretending. Fun. And he goes, well, guess what? I know a band that's looking for a singer. Wow. By that afternoon. Did you shit your pants? No. <laughs> Are no, you ready? No. You're ready for no, it. No, because I have a you... very big ego. <laughs> <laughs> I can very much on. handle. Uh, yeah. back on, will you? <laughs> no, no. That's not me. I, I actually go, like, sure, I can fucking do whatever. You can do yeah. that. Yeah. No, so, I like that proactive. So, so, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so by that afternoon, I had uh, auditioned for, you know, a 16, 17-year-old's uh, rock band. That's and, awesome. Uh, and there was the rock band, and uh, that's how it started. It, so that was it. I, I sucked as a singer. Doesn't matter. I never sang before in my life, but um, I, you know, I could act like I knew what I was doing. Right. That part I right. had down. Well, if you have the confidence. <laughs> yeah. The confidence. Yeah, yeah, the, and you the can, front man part, rock, yeah. Rock band, oh the yeah, yeah. Right. The confidence was no problem. Yeah. See, like th th that's the difference between on stage performance in that kind of arena and versus like a studio mm -hmm. musician. That's right. If you go in the studio and you don't know what the hell you're doing, you're fucked. Yeah. Oh, you are so yeah. fucked. You because yeah. the guys, like a sore thumb. Yeah. the guys and gals in the session yeah, with you can smell it. Oh they can yeah, sniff yeah, you yeah, out. Yeah. They're like, this yeah, you were dead meat. Yes. Doesn't know yeah. what he's doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's and they go to all the time. They go to the producer. Why did you hire this yeah. guy? You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the difference. Yeah. Right? So I had oh, to yeah. I had to learn the singing part, and I put a lot of time and effort into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
yeah, took yeah. a lot of lessons and that sort of stuff. But I did, and I I think I did pretty good when I by the time I got That's in my twenties. Awesome. And uh, you know, uh, we had a, a band uh, that I thought was. Uh, Pretty good. Uh, we uh, we we chased the record uh, business uh, in the '80s. Headlined uh, a lot of the clubs down there: Whiskey Go Go, oh, uh, okay, uh, Roxy, uh, and Gazaris, Troubadour, and that sort of stuff. So, so we was played this a lot about them. Busy Signal and your band, and yeah, we were actually was, we were rivals in we some were. ways. And your band was again my band infrared. was Infrared. Infrared, yeah, that's and right. we were, we were kind of like a funk rock sort of thing okay. uh, with a little bit of a progressive sort of thing. And we were and they were sort very of all. Rock, kind of yeah, old. yeah, very. And we true. were also doing the Roxy and the Whiskey yeah, yeah, and the right. Club yeah. Lingerie. Yeah. So you guys are block. running into each other all yeah. the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mostly mostly putting up posters uh, back in the day <laughs> yes. when, when that was what you did. Uh, you know, have to go down to Hollywood the weeks before because remember, it's an old pay-to-play system. That's right. You know, they give you, uh, you know, 100 tickets for $1,000. You, you, wow. you sell them for at least $10. You make your money back. You sell them for 15 You make $500. Yeah. This sort of thing. Right. So, yeah. you, so you, you guys, you guys yeah. did that. The, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, we did all that yeah. until 1991. Yeah. yeah, amazing. And then I actually, I left. I I had turned 30. I turned 30 in 1991, and I said, Oh, I've aged. I'm out. done. I've aged out of this thing. <laughs> Don't trust this rock and roll. This rock and roll is for kids, <laughs> you know. And so. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> wait, I'm still doing it then. What's wrong with me? Oh, now, wait a minute. I come back because it never leaves your blood, right? So, That's true. Yeah, yeah. It so doesn't. I didn't, all three for of us 10 years, I did not play at all. I okay. focused on my day well, job. I was, in, I was in tech. I, okay. I, I, I always had. That makes unlike, sense. unlike some of my uh, bandmates who were willing to sleep on the floor, I yeah. had to have a level of comfort. A nice so house, I always yeah. had a day Apartment, job. Yeah. And so I did a day job, and I'd play at night, and and, yeah. and you know I'd suffer and, and do that. And then um, uh, so I took my day job serious, and I uh, went into tech. I started a couple of businesses. Two thousand seven, I uh, had a business that I sold. Yeah, I made some money. Yeah, I lived out of contract. And then by two thousand fourteen, I was like, I hate this job, mm. and I quit. Mm. And I said, Well, geez, what what am I going to do? And I thought, I don't, you know, I could have made another company to. To, for tech, and I was like, I, I don't want to do that anymore. You could have. I could saying, have, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I said, you know, this podcast thing, music, my interest in history, I think I can combine those things and, and create something uh, that will make me happier and uh, and hopefully some, some money. And so when you, that's when it started. I'm totally going to throw a curveball. Yeah, yeah. When you hit that little baritone edge that you just hit, mm. you remind me of Casey Kasem. Oh, I have a you, I have see, a radio voice. You remember Casey Kasem? <laughs> of course yeah. I do. Of course yeah. we do. The top of the pots with That's Casey right. Kasem. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so so tech now, yeah, got mundane. Yes, you got into Very the podcasting, so. yeah. but. But let's talk about There's a little tech to podcasting. So of course, so that's why that, yeah. that's why I said I think yeah. it's perfect. But let's talk about the realities of this, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I always thought the people who are like, "Oh yeah, I'm a tech guy and I sold my company and I made this millions of dollars and then I did this. Oh yeah, now I do this." It's like, "Wow, you make it sound so easy." Boil it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. How do you develop a company, sell it and then start in the podcasting and and like not have any really kind of idea of what this could potentially turn into? Did you have a business plan? Did you have goals? Did you write it down? Did you have a vision? Or was this happenstance? How much happenstance? How much pragmatic planning? 
Wow, that's a great question. So, you know, um, I, I think, you know, it was it was sort of impulsive to start with. That's in, where I'm ge- in, getting in the, at. In the yeah. sense of like, yeah. well, I don't want to do that. Okay. So what if I did this? Let's see what I can do with it. Now, because I come from an entrepreneurial background, that's I understood, you know, that, you know, starting from scratch. Number one, I felt that the industry itself was... You know, it wasn't professionalized. It wasn't closed. Mm. It was low barrier to entry. So I could, I knew I could uh, make a splash before the wave crashed. Mm. Is the is the key? And uh, and again, you know, you do what you love, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, I I just couldn't get music out of my soul. I I tried. I literally (laughs) tried for ten years. I was like, no, I don't. I don't blame you. Go get it. Would you sing on my demo or this? And I was like, no, 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 I don't do that anymore. Finally, somebody convinced me to, to get back into it and then i and i'm i'm bad that way because i mean once it was like they said oh let's do this and i tried some stuff and they were like well great what if we did a band i said uh, oh well what if we did an acoustic duo so we started with acoustic trio and mm. then after a month uh, the guitar player came and said you know these songs would be better if we had a band i said okay let's get a band and so i'm the kind of guy <laughs> so that goes right down and goes let's them. get right, a band so right, i you know i made right, a band right, and that right, sort right. of thing and i've been in this band tin man for 15 years now nice. which is a cover band uh, in uh, northern california we play all over northern california okay lots of private parties lots of festivals oh i love and that. that sort of stuff i love that okay. so tin so, man music.net tin man music so is that your moonlighting gig? Yeah, that's my moonlighting gig. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it, We do about 20 to 30 gigs a year, which keeps it out of making it a full-time Perfect. job. And we, uh, we you know, do well. And so that's have a you with that's, the vest belting me. it out. Yeah, that's I me. love it, man. Yeah, yeah. See, so we're always coming back to bands. We have Smile Empty Soul. We have Tin Man. I mean, I love that. Okay, so so you're back in it now. Yeah. Now you're doing Best of Both Worlds. Yeah, yeah. I, at, honest, the, at the time, honestly. I was doing, uh, you know, my, uh, my sales uh, company, uh, during the day and on the weekends, I'm playing uh, music uh, nice. for the last uh, five or six years of with with when, with with uh, with the tech company, and then um, you know I said, uh, do I really want to go back into that? And I felt you know I started in tech in 1986, which was the very beginning of, of That's that, right. and I followed it through. I started in fiber optics, uh, then a physical air infrastructure, then went into data centers, enterprise, wow. and all kinds of stuff like that. So I, Jerry, I he makes us like sound, you know, <laughs> uh, this guy's smart over here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but you know what? I, uh, like I all three of us here. G. That's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and a G minor. Well, I know how to play a G. I can even. I'm not the greatest it. guitar player. Yeah, but can you throw a six on it? Let's see, six. So, you know, I just, uh, I couldn't get it out of my soul. It's just, it's stuck there and, um, and I have to do something about it. I love it. uh, And I felt like the podcast side of things and to talk about music and the love of that and Mm -hmm. and the passion that comes along with that Mm -hmm. and knowing other folks have exactly the same thing, uh, whether they are actual players or, you know, an audience and, and, uh, you know, people who just love it. That's right. It doesn't matter. It's the same feeling. That's right. Uh, You know, I, I, I know plenty of people that don't play a lick but they go to way more concerts than I do because they need that buzz. Right. They Isn't need that, that a trip? Jazz. It seems like yeah. the people who aren't necessarily uh, 
players, quote unquote. But they love music. They go to all the shows. Oh, yes. oh my God. And thank I God for them because go we show. don't go. I got, a, I got a, my own fucking show to go to. Yeah. And we got to practice for our shows. Yeah. Or we got to compose. We got to yeah. rehearse. We got to yeah. produce. We got to yeah. do all this shit. Yeah. Like if you say to us, we got a show. Here's the, here's the one liner. And I just used it on one of my quotes. Uh, how do you get a musician to complain? Give him a gig. <laughs> oh, I, have, I got this I got gig, this gig I gotta go to, man. I gotta prepare for it. Uh, yeah. How do you get a guitar player to stop playing? Put a music chart Put in front of him. <laughs> What's what? the difference when you cut a... Oh, a, this is oh, going to yeah, go on forever. This. When you cut a drummer in half versus an onion. The drummer doesn't make you cry. Right. Nobody cries when you cut a drummer <laughs> cut in half. Cut the drummer. Right. right, right, right. What, what do you call a musician without a girlfriend? Uh, unemployed homeless, homeless. homeless. Oh, <laughs> I saw, I saw. that's like a trombone player with a pager remember yeah. a beeper an optimist an optimist yeah. Yeah. you can that say banjo well of course there's yeah. always the you know well what's what, what's a musician uh you know four uh four members but the, and a drummer yeah or bass player i've heard that one before Brett, who too, are some so. of the drummer's best friends musicians yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know when a drummer oh this is going uh, on how do you Wait, know last one last one the audience is getting bored your door how? The knocking speeds up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know those drummers. Oh, that's so awesome. Man, this is what good times. Yeah. All right. So then so then we, we land on the Pantheon podcast. Let's go yeah. out with that. Because like I said, I am happy I well, e- elated to be a member of the Pantheon podcast family, the pod fam. And actually, I hit you up on Slack because uh, it was a Slack, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was that's af- our management tool. Right. I, mean, I was afraid that you guys were going to write me off because I hadn't uh, released a yeah, new season. A, a new while. season. It's yet. good that you did yeah, that. I was like, I, mean, I was we, like, oh, we shit. wouldn't write you off. We would check, check first, in with these guys uh, and be like, all guys, of a sudden you're yeah, gone. <laughs> I'm working on season three. And I kid you not, I went to Pantheon podcast, uh, the, the, the website. Just to make sure I was still up there. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> Thank God. So I was we're like, still there. I still see the blue. Yeah. As long as I see the blue, I'm safe. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, so what's the future? Because we we all know we, the three of us just as we deduced so mm-hmm. intelligently, mm-hmm. we don't know what the future holds. That's right. <laughs> but uh, with podcasting, as it were. But when, what when's is, this podcast coming out? Yeah, well, this one. I don't know. Good yeah. question. Uh, it will be this year. Okay, that's <laughs> well, fine. Thank God. 2020 is <laughs> okay. It'll be December fifteenth, twenty twenty nine. <laughs> it'll 2023. be it'll be like in the next literally four to six weeks at most okay 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 yeah. so yeah. uh the first thing that we did was uh we developed a uh, a network of 32 shows at this point and still growing mm-hmm. we're making double digit um uh growth uh, uh downloads mm-hmm. or streams uh a month over month for the last six months i love it uh, and uh, we are engaging with advertisers and aggregators uh, now to develop uh, an advertising strategy for our podcasts That's and our hosts. Right. We are developing a live show in various cities through uh, in 2020 and 2021. Wow. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, Ooh, can I be involved? You are going to be involved. Ooh, I love it. Uh, we yeah. are contracting with other uh, music um, entities mm-hmm. uh, to develop podcasts for them. Some okay. very large names that will remain anonymous at this point. Okay, I understand. And here's the big announcement. <clears throat> Um, yes, we do do uh, a complete suite of, of production services, soup to nuts right. or a la carte. Uh, and uh, the big announcement is that we are going to be the first podcast company in the world to launch a HD podcast or high definition audio in podcasting. 
Okay, as we're talking on SM58s, so how are we going to do this, guys? <laughs> well, as, as opposed, so you take your recording on Pro Tools right now. Yeah. So yeah. it's a it's what what are you using? 4448. Uh 2448. So it's yeah. 2448. So by the time you bounce this sucker down to an MP3, the quality does get reduced. It does. An MP3 just doesn't sound as good. Yeah. So the high definition stuff maintains, you, you, you make a WAV file at the highest, def, the same of definition course. that of course. you, yeah, that that you, you record, recorded, yeah. recorded yeah. it. And with the but old days with convert. CDs, it had to be reduced to 16 bit. 44, 16, But we can yeah. leave it this way and then just have it be streaming with the highest possible audio quality. And there wow. is a difference between Absolutely. that and an MP3. Now, can I up? So that means I can upload my wave files you to will. megaphone. You will. You'll yeah. up wave, yeah. We will upload demand your wave yeah. file, right. yeah. and then people would still have an option yeah. to, to listen get it, to, to the, the MP3. MP3. Yeah. But there's uh, if you have any kind of ear at all, you'll hear the you'll MP3s hear the way tinnier and right. thinner. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, highly compressed. Yeah. Let me ask you this though: Is that going to create a caveat for downloading? So will it people? In other words, if you download a wave file, uh, an hour long wave file versus mm. an hour long MP3, there's a difference in storage. The, uh, the ah, but that's the key. So the cost of storage has reduced tremendously. That's right. Good point. So uh, you know this all kind of starts with oh now I'm going to give up a name Neil Young, okay. uh, <laughs> who uh, has been fighting this battle for 40 years. That's right. And uh, wow. how it all kind of came about is through through Neil. Um, he kind of wow. said, hey, can you guys do high-definition podcasting. We said, mm, I don't know. Well, let's see. And uh, we worked with a technology company uh, that was able to work with us and say, wow. yeah, we, we can do that. They're they already have... doing it on the music space. In fact, Amazon has announced that all of their music streaming will be available in, in high-definition. And uh, we felt that we can provide the same services to, uh, to podcasting. I think that's amazing. So that's, that's, the, that's the, big, uh, the big thing Fantastic. that we're doing. Fantastic. Yeah, in, in 2020. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, for all the cats who couldn't be here, Richard, Peter, we love you yeah. guys. We thank yeah. you so much for being involved. I love you two guys. You're like my two new best friends. <laughs> this is uh, so awesome. Yeah. I mean, immediately you walked in the door, we hit it off. Yeah. So, wow. Here's to much success. Same here. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, we, uh, we are really happy to have the career musicians part That's of the right. Pantheon Pod Fam. Yes. And uh, we look forward to season three coming up here, of which we apparently are going to be a big You're part of. You're going to be a big part oh, of. By the way, it's launching two weeks from today. It's launching yeah. on Monday, March 2nd. Okay. okay. So two weeks okay. from today. Now, Pantheon, where can everybody find Pantheon? Okay, so uh, obviously you can find it on any of the uh, podcasting platforms right. um, out there. Uh, and then, uh, you know, you can find us online at uh, pantheonpodcast.com. Right. Uh, you can find us at Facebook, um, you know, on Pantheon Podcasts. Uh, I think Instagram. on Twitter, 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 it's Pantheon Pods. And on Twitter, I think we discovered it's R&R Archaeology. Mm, yeah. Still, the old, Still the old name right, right. Uh, okay. on there on twitter uh we, we we see that twitter and facebook gets the most uh, sort of action social media wise uh, okay. for us uh given the demographics that uh, are Makes out sense. there it seems to, to work sense. best for but us but you are on ig as well yeah, yeah we are yeah yeah, 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 yeah. okay yeah. so fantastic guys Beautiful. great thank you no for man thanks guest. for having us thank you absolutely yes. yes all right
The goal of the Career Musician Podcast is to provide valuable insight aimed at supporting working musicians. Please show your support by listening, downloading, subscribing, sharing, liking, and leaving a review. This is the Career Musician Podcast with your host, Nomad. I'm just a nomad, nowhere man. Writing the songs in this one man band. A nomad. Hey, this is Nomad, host and creator of the Career Musician Podcast, and I am thoroughly stoked to be an official member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Pantheon Podcast Network is the first of its kind as an all-music-based podcast collective. Please be sure to check us out at PantheonPodcast.com for more info. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renters and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.